We are three friends who love talking about all things home. Join the conversation and welcome to The Dwelling Place. Welcome back to season five of The Dwelling Place. We are so excited to be here. We got Kimmy and Emily and Bree. We are all together once back again. Welcome back, girls. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, been a while. It has. We have had a lot happen. Yeah, so I think this season, as every season, we always say, hey, we're going to do a new format. <laughs> we're going to do that again. We're going to try something new. We've all gotten progressively busier. Mm-hmm. And I think this time, instead of necessarily doing seasons where we do a cluster of episodes all together, we're just going to do a more steady release of episodes once a month. Which I know some people are like, no, that's not that many episodes. But I just in this season of our lives, that's what we've decided to do for now. And we're going to try it out, see if we like it. You guys should weigh in. Tell us if you think this is a good format. And this way we could talk to you about seasonal things and things that are upcoming. And it will be more in live time because we'll, we'll talk and we'll try to release it pretty quick. So mm-hmm. just wanted to give that disclaimer before... You- we go ahead and update about our summers. Yeah, and sometimes, like, we usually do a spring and a fall season, and our fall season ends up going into the holidays, and that's just sometimes very chaotic. And then you have the winter season and driving conditions and trying to drive through the snow, so this way we can get a little bit more consistent with you guys. Mm So we're very excited. And it won't be really set, like, plan on us every third Wednesday. We don't really know. We're just going to be free flowing here. (laughs) So make sure you're subscribed wherever you find podcasts and give us a good rating and review because that really helps us also get this podcast out there into the interwebs. (laughs) So we appreciate you guys doing that. We have a lot of updates for you guys, including the girls are staring at my hand. My right hand is currently bandaged and I did not tell them why. So I'm going to give a little backstory, which will help lead up into this. So Um, I got all my landscaping done. Phase one. That -hmm. was on my bucket list to accomplish. I think I talked about that at the end of last season. So we have green things in front of our house now instead of a dirt weed patch, which is really exciting. (laughs) (laughs) We actually have flowers and hydrangeas and sedum and boxwood. So I'm very excited. But one of the hydrangeas that I got is a limelight hydrangea. And that can grow out very, very bushy. But when it starts like touching the ground and stuff that's going to tell it oh I need to grow out instead of up Mm. so Mariah sent me my sister sent me a video of how to properly prune them so I did that and pruned the ones that were touching the ground that way would encourage growth to go up because that's where I want it to go I want it to turn more into a tree so I had these sticks of hydrangea And I learned that you can propagate them by cutting the nodes and planting them in soil. So I was like, sweet, I'll do this. Then I can have eye changes everywhere. (laughs) So I saw this video where you take a little plastic bottle and you poke a hole in the bottom and you plant them and start your seedlings in that. So I was doing that and I planted them and forgot to poke a hole in the bottom. So I was using a knife last night. And I was trying to twist it and get it through. And then I said, no, I'm not going to do this. This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, okay. So I stopped. This morning, I had the bright idea to try it again. You slept on it and felt like it was going to be okay. With a bigger knife. Oh, my dear. um, My big five-inch Wustoff knife. (laughs) 
And so I shoved it in there and it went through by golly and went almost completely through my hand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and it's really miraculous where it happened. It happened in between my thumb and my palm and it's almost about two inches because that's about how wide my blade is. And as soon as it happened and I could see things. You, did you see the blade on the other side of your hand? No, it did not go all the way completely through. Thankfully, but almost. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Emily. Maybe I should have had a warning at you the probably beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I immediately knew I need stitches, and I have never, ever in my life had to go to the ER for stitches ever. The only time I've been in the hospital is to give birth to my children. That is the only time. So I immediately ran it under cold water and wrapped it with a towel and applied pressure and held it above my heart, like immediately called my husband and I said, I need to come over here right now. And he knew by my tone that he yeah. needed to get over there <laughs> yeah. immediately. So then we reached out to our doctor friend and he was sent the picture to his doctor friend who was in the ER. And in addition to this, our minivan accidentally got backed into. Oh, and, where? Uh, when this summer when we were up in Maine, oh, it was man. a complete accident. So we've had like three panels that are all dented, smashed. The light is held together by clear tape. We needed to get it fixed. Oh, <laughs> so, of course, we dropped it off oh, no. yesterday. So, I don't have a vehicle. My parents are in Alaska, and one of their vehicles is in Albany, and their other vehicle is getting worked on in Delhi. Oh. We do not have access to a car. So, we call my grandmother, and she's in Oneonta, like 15 minutes away, and says, I'll be there. So, she comes, and she picks me up. I'm a very practical person, so I, like, packed my bag with an extra change of clothes. I brought a snack and what a water bottle. What time of day bottle. was this? This happened a little before 11 a.m. Okay. this morning. Drives me to the hospital. I walk into the ER, and she's like, uh-oh, what happened? Because I walk in, you know, with yeah. my hand up, <laughs> clutching a towel. And about four hours later, and eight stitches later, oh. I am now healing and on the mend. It's a little tender. Oh. Honestly, the worst part was getting the numbing shots. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. the worst part out of everything. Knife, Those not hurt. a problem. Soaking it, not a problem. Stitches, not a problem. It was oh, the numbing oh, thing. I'm that so was sorry. like, take your breath away. <gasps> mm-hmm. But wow. the surgeon, or the lady who did it, used to work in plastic surgery. So I know it's going to heal very well. Good. Ooh, yeah. But it's just really unfortunate timing because we're also leaving next week for vacation yeah. to the ocean. And I also have to have stitches, the stitches out. Thankfully, we are going on vacation with our doctor friend, so he oh. can remove the stitches. <laughs> okay, there you go. When? How long do you have to have the stitches in? Or At least they... a week. So okay. I think I'll just have them out in time. Yeah. Okay. So before we leave. But as far as you know, like no important nerves or anything. Are I had it X-rayed, or... and wow. I can immediately move all my fingers oh, and stuff. Oh wow! Praise God. Yeah. As yeah. soon as it happened, Ooh. I immediately like checked my fingers and well, everything. Well, and thank God it's also not you're left-handed. I'm this... left-handed too, so <laughs> yeah. my dominant hand is still a, a okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was my morning. But did you do what you were trying to do? <laughs> no, I sliced it way more than it should. It, I wanted a hole. I like. Cut the whole thing in half. Yeah. So did you finish your process of... (laughs) Not then, but like when you came back. No. (laughs) No, I said, I'll try next year. (laughs) Oh, man. And when's your van going to be ready? Not until Friday. So you're without a car. Both you and Kurt are without a car till Friday. My grandmother is going to let us use her vehicle, which is very nice. 
So. <laughs> Yippee. Wow. It was propagated hydrangeas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, that's a kind of crazy yeah, story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how to... Where do we go from there? I have a crazy story that I could share that okay. has nothing really to do with house stuff, but kind of. Oh, Bree knows this story only because she ran into Ryan when it happened at Lowe's. So, we went away this summer on a beach vacation, which was awesome. It was such a blessing too, because through our church denomination, they gave us a beach house to stay in for like, it was like nine days, like free. It was amazing. And it was beautiful, like absolutely beautiful. Good design too. I was very Mm. impressed. (laughs) But before we left for the vacation, literally an hour before we were leaving, we were cleaning up the house and I was still packing and stuff. Ryan comes into me and he says, Kimmy, I just found a dead mouse on our couch. On the couch? On the couch. Uh, in the living room? Like my my expensive interior defined sofa couch. Just in the living room. Just dead. In the just, middle. Just hanging, chilling there, dead. What in the world? It, literally an hour before we were supposed to leave. And I was like, what? Now, mind you, what's crazy and also a God thing is that Lydia... So she's like my crazy second child, you know, the second child syndrome of them being crazy climbers and, and crawling everywhere. So she started crawling. It was like a month prior or something. So she was going everywhere and then she was kind of like pulling pulling up, Mm. but not fully. But man, like had she, cause she had played in there, I think that morning and I hadn't been in the living room at all. So I didn't like we, this was like noon when we saw it. Or he saw it at, like, noon. And Jude didn't see it. But, like, thankfully Lydia didn't pull up. Because if she had pulled up on the couch and saw it, she would have for sure grabbed it and eaten it. (laughs) Because this child (laughs) has eaten everything. (laughs) She's had bird poop. (laughs) She Sand. All all the vacation. Sand. I'm like, don't. That tastes bad. That tastes bad. Like, why are you still doing it? Grass. She just stopped eating grass. So now she can roam free in the lawn. Anyways, I'm just, that's the one good thing. But anyways, it was just wild because I was like, are you kidding me? We're leaving. And now like, I'm worried that there's like an infestation because prior to this, there was, we had caught two mice prior that were running into the living room. But this is midsummer. Yeah, midsummer, which is like weird. Yeah. Well, and I don't. I read because it's been a hot summer, and we read that they actually are can come in in hot summers because they're trying to get away from the heat. Oh. So I think that's why that was happening. But yeah, very strange because we always have that problem in fall, not in or mm-hmm. spring, but right. not summer. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, we Ryan went berserk because he like <laughs> hates mice. So he goes to Lowe's, and that's when he ran into Bree Walmart. Walmart. Okay, Walmart. Walmart. I think he went to Lowe's first and then Walmart. Yeah, so I'm like, hi, Ryan. How's it going? He's like, it's going good. (laughs) We found a dead mouse on the couch. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) I said, how's Kimmy? That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. (laughs) It gets worse, though. Oh, no. So, So then... We end up doing everything we can. I can't, couldn't really, like, I mean, we cleaned the area, but we couldn't right. really fully, like, do everything because we had to leave. Right. So we did as much as we could. We set out traps everywhere. I contacted my nephew who um, 
his girlfriend lives in our house in the apartment. And I was like, can you just go in midweek, check out the traps? Like, Mm -hmm. he's a big, strong boy. I'm sure he could handle it if whatever. So I was like, just praying for the best. Well, we left. He checked, never saw anything in the living room, not the two traps. So I was like, okay, this is good. Maybe we got them. We had only gotten three, though. And usually you look up that there's like five to 12, (laughs) usually with an infestation. So when we get back home, immediately we're looking, you know, and we got home at 11 p.m. It was like late. So, you know, it's it's late at night. The kids fell asleep in the car. They're all groggy. We want to just like put them in bed. Well, Ryan goes into Jude's room and there is a dead mouse in Jude's room. In his room? Just like laying down? It was laying in the corner of the room. Like it had crawled up through. We had, there was like a a hole with cables coming out of it that we had never like patched. And it was just dead laying in his room. So who knows where it had been in his room. So Ryan's like. He's like, okay, I need to clean. He's like, he comes over to me and he's like, Jude can't go in his room right now. Because Jude isn't really scared. He thinks dead mice are cool. Mm-hmm. But if he had seen one in his room right before he was going to bed, I don't know how that would have affected him. Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like with the two kids and trying to like, like Jude's like, why can't I go in the room? And D- Ryan's like disinfecting everywhere and just trying to mm-hmm. like clean it up. And it was just a debacle. But... Anyways, there was a dead mama down in the basement in the laundry room. So that was good because then we knew that they weren't going to keep, like, we got the mom. (laughs) And then we got another one. And I think that's been it. That was like a month ago. So like we haven't seen any more evidence. Hmm. We did the next morning. We like took apart the couch and there was... There was mouse poop. In the couch? Like under the cushion. And so thankfully they're removable and I washed them all. But Ryan was, like, thinking about, because I don't know how mice do this, but, like, they were probably, like, sleeping there or something. Like, were we sitting on the couch, hanging out, and, <laughs> and they're the just, mice like, were just crawling through the seat? Yeah. Like, like, underneath I don't you? know. That's creepy to think about it. I have a question. Did okay. you put out poison or something downstairs? Yes. So because that, that causes them to the... be, like, drugged and just drop dead. So what they're supposed to do with the poison, this is what they're supposed to do is they get so thirsty that they run outside to go to like a creek and then they die in the creek. That's what it's supposed to do. You know, interior defined couch must die on the couch. <laughs> no, like, but what's weird is like normally you would see them more towards a water thing. Yeah. Like in your house, like a pipe or something. Not my living room. That doesn't make any sense. There's no even basement under the living room. That's like just foundation right there. So it doesn't make any sense why they were going to the living room. I can't, the only thing Ryan was kind of thinking is maybe they kept running to the living room because I'm always in the kitchen till really late at night Mm -hmm. and the lights are on and then the living room's all dark. Mm -hmm. So like they would just kind of go to the dark spot and then they were making their home in the living room. (laughs) Oh, it's just so gross. So thankfully it's all taken care of, but I think the poison, so that was more of a last ditch effort because we were having so many problems, but poison, I'm not a fan because they also die in the walls. Yeah. And then you can't do anything about it, and there's this nasty smell. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, that's my crazy story. Do you have a crazy story? <laughs> we had an interesting find in a basement some time ago. Okay. I don't think I ever told you guys about it. This was, like, right before we moved in. Brian was removing old insulation from downstairs in the basement. Because we were trying to fix up the hose, the garden hose that they had had back in the day that actually starts underneath the deck. 
and goes out through the side. So he was trying to repair all of that. So he was taking out all this insulation and found a very large snake skin oh. in there. Oh. I was like, oh, that's lovely. Gross. Yeah. No. So, like, mice, I'm okay with. Like, they... They you scare think me. Cute. Yeah, they are so adorable. <laughs> they startle me, of course, but like snakes are yeah. way worse than mice. Snakes in the house, like snakes yeah, outside. I guess. Snakes outside, I'm fine with. Snakes in the house, yeah, not okay. Yeah, Ugh. not okay at all. So, hopefully, I mean, we were thinking maybe like snakes came in the house to eat the mice. Yeah. Maybe Ugh. once the mice were all gone and taken care of the snakes are oh my god i don't know but i <laughs> was <died. laughs> i was really nervous i went down in the basement um when brian was gone on a work trip and i went down in the basement because i had this brilliant idea to paint the doors in the kitchen okay and yeah. like all the doors that go out to the deck and the mm-hmm. garage and stuff and i got really ambitious and so i was going down in the basement to get painting supplies and i was like really nervous about it so i like turned the light on and like flicked it up and down a few times, and like to like scare anything you away. You should see what I do. I always bark like a dog when I go down the stairs. Because <laughs> it like scares the mice away. I don't know. It's just what I do. Ryan laughs at me every time. I haven't done it lately because like yeah, I guess it would make more sense because cats and mice are yeah. But barking like a dog is more like, and so Jude does does it with me sometimes. That's hilarious. Anyways, so, so you're I flicking went down, on a... Yeah, so I went down through the first room in the basement and turned, and right there in the doorway was a great big toad <laughs> just sitting there looking at me. All the animals. Yeah. So I called the boys down, and we caught the toad, and we took him upstairs, and he was our pet for the day, and then How we the let him go. Get... Right? How did a toad get in the basement? So that also got me thinking, like... If a toad could get in here, we should really be thinking because yeah. soon it's going to be mice yeah, start and prepping. they'll be everywhere. Uh-huh. So there was this, um, well, there's a there's two doors down into the basement, one through the garage and then one through that back mm-hmm. room porch kind of thing. So, and back over there is where the boys found that one mouse one time, mm. that bit Bennett. So, um, or thinking like <laughs> they could be coming in through there. So I was always trying to make sure I kept that door shut. Well, I didn't realize under the stairs that go up into the house, there was a window with no glass in it. So it was just like great big oh, open rectangle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was great. So Brian just got that all patched up this last weekend. Nice. That's so good. It should be like plywood over it, sealed edges. So that's good. My mom just got these new mouse catch things and they're like this super sticky pad. However, oh. my children oh, find no. them. Oh no! Constantly, it's and it's super sticky. Like you have to yeah. use goo on to get it off. Oh no! So like one time, mom put it like behind mom and dad's huge TV, which is on this huge console, way in the corner. And somehow, one of the kids went back there, stepped on it, stuck to a foot, goo everywhere. Oh, then the no. other time, someone got their hand in it because it was behind something else, and we're like, "Why are you touching these?" <laughs> things they work really well but don't let your kids get to them oh my my goodness on that note we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we have some more updates for you guys (laughs) 
So I have some big news, which is that we are selling our Ford house, the house we had before the house we moved to. We decided to officially (laughs) list it. It went up for sale last week. As it turns out, the idea of being landlords does not appeal to us. (laughs) (laughs) So it only took the summer to figure this. It only took the summer. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better Airbnb experience. Everybody who we had stay there over the summer was great and took great care of the house and were fairly clean and very respectful and considerate and followed, like, most of them followed all the instructions we left as far as, like, running the dishwasher and stripping the beds and taking out the trash and stuff. So, I mean, really, we couldn't have asked for a better Airbnb experience. Because I've had some doozies. Yeah, you have. (laughs) That's good, though. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the summer with the whole Airbnb season went well. But I think as we approached fall and when we were thinking of actually putting it up for rent and thinking of, like, all the different city regulations we'd have to do to be landlords and be in compliance or, you know, risk fines and This is for long-term rental, too? Yes, for long-term. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to find a good renter and how long of a process that could be and just all of the unknowns Mm -hmm. of it we were just like you know also like is this really what we want like do we really want to have a bunch of properties and be like Mm -hmm. tied down because we like to travel and we like going places but brian you told me that that was brian's dream like several years ago you told me yeah yeah he wanted to have 10 rental properties by the time he was 40 and he's 35 (laughs) So, like, he found out quick that is not his dream. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, we're like, you know, you're traveling a lot, you're going overseas a lot. Um, so you know, maybe being a landlord isn't the way we should go. Mm -hmm. So, we decided that felt like a huge sense of relief. Mm -hmm. Oh, good, weight off your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just because I knew like I was going to be the one who was managing it Mm -hmm, day in, day out, and dealing with issues and stuff, especially with Brian traveling so much. Right. So yeah, huge sense of relief. Really happy with our realtor who we, Brie and I have worked with before Mm -hmm. because she hired us to help a friend of hers with cleaning out their house. Mm -hmm. So, um, we'd worked with her before and, um, the whole real estate group is really great. And so really happy with her and the pictures that they did and everything. So it was really funny to me though, because like we showed them the house initially like when we were saying you know we're really thinking we're gonna list it so we showed them and did the whole walkthrough and they were very complimentary they loved it <laughs> they said like they loved the, the kitchen remodel that we did and all the decorating i wonder why yeah <laughs> they, they came to stage and um joan the realtor her vehicle was like stuffed with like fake plants and bedding and throw pillows and stuff and i think they've used a handful of fake plants in the pictures and that that's was all it. they had yeah. to use. That's <laughs> so awesome. And that's only because yeah. you had brought some of your plants over to your actual house. Right, now. yeah. I'd taken out probably, I think, all of my real live plants. So they needed like a little bit of greenery around. That's a big but... compliment. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It was huge. I felt really, really happy about that. So 
They're really happy about the house. We've had three showings. No, we've had four showings. And one was a repeat. Ooh. And it's only been up a week. It's only been up for a week. Well, and listeners, if you're looking to buy a house in Center City, Mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. Yes. I'll post a link in my Instagram stories to the listing. Hopefully, I mean, maybe it'll still be up when this podcast comes out. Maybe it'll be sold. But you can see the the pictures and everything. So, yeah, that's very exciting. Yes, it is. I don't know about you girls, but I have been going to a bunch of garage sales. I love that our area around us, like a ton of towns, have town-wide sales. Apparently, that's not very common in other states. Like in Maine, it's not as common. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not in anywhere else I've lived. It's very common where my sister used to live in Texas. Like, there would be oh, really? estate sales on, like, a Tuesday. And it was, like, really weird. And, like, all the time. Like, any day you would could find an estate sale. Oh, my gosh. Which is, like, my dream. <laughs> if kids weren't an issue with it, you just know that I would be there <laughs> if I didn't have to lug around kids with me. Yeah. Well, when you do have kids, it does slow you down a lot. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard getting them in and out of the car seat. Uh, so, I, I totally get it. And then yeah. they melt down and they're hot and they want to buy all the toys. And you're like, no, we're not getting that exactly. fire truck and yeah anywho so but I've been able to go out without kids which has been really nice because my husband will watch the kids while I crash sale in the morning and then the afternoon he'll go golfing we've got a system Ooh, that's it's a very nice yeah. <laughs> so I found a, quite a few really cool things um one thing just randomly Crystal's Julia just posted in her stories about this little glass pumpkin and she filled it with like all this candy and stuff for fall like she put honey roasted peanuts and like Reese's Pieces and it was just it looks so pretty but I didn't want to spend the $15 on a clear pumpkin well I found it at a garage sale for a dollar so that's a win <laughs> the other thing I found was a new floor mirror for my bedroom I've been wanting to get an updated one one that didn't have like a beveled edge mm-hmm. I've had that mirror for gracious i don't know like 10 plus years now so mm-hmm. i was excited to get an update for that you should describe it though it's like gold or brass edged yeah a thin rectangular brass edge. with a little stand mm-hmm. so it stands up in the yeah, corner yeah it's beautiful yeah, yeah. it's very and elegant. i got it for 50 dollars. and you know mirrors are it's expensive a big mirror. Yeah. it's it, a big mirror yeah it's yeah. full length and then some so yeah yeah i want to say i've spent 200 on it oh i have too easily yeah easily it's very easy to do that and the other thing i found was a dresser at a garage sale so one of our town wide sales had this dresser and it was in a little bit of a rough shape but i just i loved the lines of it so much it had a curved top and then it straightened down at the bottom with two big drawers and like the drawers work really well which is hard Mm. sometimes Uh when you're shopping for furniture to find stuff that's functioning right well and he was asking twenty dollars but like it was in rough shape like someone had like dropped something greasy down the front of it and on the top so it had like this grease mark down the center so I hemmed and hawed and just stood there and looked at it and was like whispering to my mom about it. And then he said, how about 10 bucks? I'm like, I can do $10. (laughs) Sure. And we went to pick it up and it was heavy. It was so heavy. It's probably solid wood. It's wood and particle board. Okay. But it is thick and heavy. And so I was so excited to have this project. Like, I just, I knew how it was going to look in the end. Mm -hmm. I think my father-in-law thought I was a little crazy. (laughs) Because I was buying this, like, beat-up piece of furniture. But I'm like, no, I see it. I see how it's going to end. He's like, I trust you. As he's, like, helping lug it up. <laughs> and so we got it home. And I sanded it. 
Um, I got some wood ball feet and screwed those into I the bottom that. to give it a little bit more character. Where'd you get the feet? Amazon? Home or? Depot. Home they Depot. were like three fifty each. Nice. And because I was painting it, it didn't matter. So I right. sanded it really good. I took out all the drawers. I primed it. I sanded in between coats. And then I used the... Benjamin Moore Advance, Advance paint, oh. which is an enamel-based paint, and it's made for, like, furniture. It's what I painted my cabinets in in my old house. Like, it wears really, really well and dries really hard. And I went with a beautiful, like, mid-grayish green color. It's Benjamin Moore Gloucester Sage. So I painted that. And it took a little bit because I used a foam roller and for usually I don't have a problem with bubbles and foam rollers, but this piece I did a little bit and I realized I just have to go a lot slower because mm -hmm. when I go fast, it just bubbled up. So then the I had paint. to sand a few spots. Oh, before that I had to wood fill because it had like some okay. chunks taken out of it. So that was an addition to why I painted it because I couldn't like strip it down and do wood Yeah, because the, right. the patches wouldn't What's look What's the sheen weird. that you did it in? I did it in satin. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it had a little bit of a gloss for cleanability, mm -hmm. but still looked cool. Do you have any tips for, I feel like whenever I've painted furniture, which has only been like once, <laughs> but also like, okay, right now I'm having issues with a door, mm -hmm. my bathroom door, and the paint is now coming off. I think I must have not waited long enough, or, and also the door shifted... Do your guys' house houses shift? Oh yeah, I'm with, sure. And so like it's like hard in apparently oh, yeah. right now it's harder to open the because yeah. there's a lot of humidity, humidity in the air. Yeah, you could shave the door down. That's like, what, on the back yeah. to bring it in a little bit. I think that's what um, but if it's too tight, like no matter what paint you use, it's just gonna come off because it's actually physically scraping. Yeah, but I also with Jude's like IKEA kitchen that I did I did not use the good paint I should have used advance but like is there do you have any tips about it like is it also like you need to make sure you wait a certain time before you do the next coat yes or... so I when I first got married I painted a dresser black I didn't know what I was doing this is like my first thing doing it I painted it outside in direct sunlight and it was very hot yeah and it was, it just, it peeled, it bubbled. It did not wear, did not last mm. good. You would put something down on it and you'd pick it up and oh it would no, like the paint would come just right off. off. Yeah. So what I did differently with this piece is it's all about the prep. You have to prep. You have to sand really, really good. You have to prime. You have to allow a day's worth of drying yeah. in between it. And I also stuck my dehumidifier down there right next to it to make sure it was really dry um, and circulating the air. you did it in your basement. Because I did it in my basement. Mm -hmm. It took me like a week to do this project, but that's because after each coat, I gave a day in between. And then I also sanded in between each coat of paint. Yeah. Sand mm -hmm. and then like tack cloth or something? Or just wipe it? Just like a wet washcloth and yeah. then a dry washcloth. I'm asking fancy. so many questions because I want to paint my dresser in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to for like three years and I just don't what are need you... to do it. And seeing yours, I'm like really inspired. I'm like, she did it. Paint yours green? No, I, mm. I'm i not sure yet. I was thinking of a mushroomy color, but. Mm. That'd we'll be see. pretty. Yeah. yeah. I love how the piece turned out. I added brass hardware that I thrifted for a dollar. I mean, I ended up spending, I think, $45 total. The most expensive part of this was the paint. Sure. Because I had to buy the paint. I had the rollers. I had the primer already. 
And I love how it turned it's out. It's so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. Do you have before and after? I do. Okay. I yeah. will post them for that sure. Is, it's pretty awesome. Did you show her the before? No, I haven't I didn't. seen it yet. Yeah, you should show her the before because it's pretty impressive. So I'm showing Emily wow. now. Yeah. It's wow. wild. And then yeah. you, did you say you put the brass knobs on? Yes, yes. And that was my first time adding hardware. That's mm. also impressive. Yeah. yeah. I was a little nervous, but I'm like, oh, what the heck? I'm just going to go for it. Like, yeah. What's the worst that can happen? And with the spacing, why'd you decide where it looks great? I'm just wondering what your thought process was. Did you look at uh, like the crate and barrel? The knobs? Yeah. No, like... I just held them up and just like, I want them here. Okay. And then it ended up being about six inches. So I'm like, great. Six inches. Okay. Even six inches. <laughs> see, I'm like the researcher that would have looked at like tons of dressers to see how far. And then I no. would have tried to measure. <laughs> oh, I measure. This is why I don't do projects. Yeah. I long. measured and measured and measured to make sure that yeah. they were even. They, it looks and so they good. are almost perfect. Like for my first time, I'm very pleased oh, with how it yeah. turned out. So I went on because in my mind, I'm like, this looks like a crate and barrel piece or a Studio McGee piece. And then I found this one on <gasps> Studio McGee. Are you kidding me? And I'm like, nailed it. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> wow. That's on- and it's listed for twelve hundred. That's a yeah. McGee and Co. one. Oh, wow. And then there it's was like another color. one that was like two thousand dollars on another website. Very similar Very style. Similar. Very similar. Forty five dollars. Very cool. Wow. So that was another project that I got accomplished this summer. And then you'll have to tell me too as you use the drawers, like if it ever How does the paint hold up? Yeah. Yeah, these drawer like sliders are very heavy duty mm-hmm. like they're not flimsy or whatever nice and they don't scrape on the sides at all okay. like there's really good clearance so if yours like stick at all then you're they gonna do. oh then that maybe they gonna... don't stick but they definitely are difficult to get out a little bit then you might have to sand mm-hmm. those down to make sure there's not any touching or scraping because then it'll rub your paint off <laughs> <laughs> now i'm not gonna now do it for another two hours <laughs> Oh dear. Well, the painting does segue into some of my little projects I've been doing. Yeah. So, I mean, since we moved in and got the kitchen together, like, that was a major project, actually getting the kitchen in. Because when we moved, there was not a kitchen. There was not a kitchen. I was a little concerned for you. I'm like, what is she doing? I was very (laughs) concerned. But you had to. But I was like, yeah, because we had people coming to stay in the other house. And that was, like, the deadline that I had set. And I was like, if I push it back, then it's never going to get done. So, it's like, we got to just move in and then we'll actually finish it and, and the, get it done. the day you moved in, how did it, like, I remember it went real quick. So fast. <laughs> like, Ryan came and they, pretty much the, like, two or three guys from Brian's work came to help. And they were pretty much, like, all loaded up. And Which then, is a testament to you and your organization. Yeah, and the prep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that too. And, I mean, we were taking... We did take a lot of stuff over to the other house, but we also left a lot of stuff Yeah, behind. that helps. So, yeah, like, we didn't have to move any couches because we had yours. Because it was still a rental. Right. Your right. other house is yeah. still a rental. So we didn't have to move any couches. We didn't have to move any beds. That's true. We yeah. had dressers, but those were, like, dressers and desks were, yeah. like, the biggest pieces of furniture. We didn't even bring our dining set over because I just got one off off of Facebook Marketplace for really cheap to use until, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Thinking until we had our dining room done, 
then we'd bring over the other set, but we haven't finished the dining room yet at all. You'll get there. Yeah. So the kitchen and, like, getting the sink actually in and hooked up, like, that took a whole day. And then cabinets were just, like, every weekend it was, like, one more cabinet would go up, kind of, until we had the two cabinets, um, you know, two uppers and then the lower cabinets by the stove and then the cabinets by the sink and that's all we have for cabinets in there at the moment so there's still like some stuff in boxes which is really annoying to me but i've been trying to find like little projects that i can just do mm-hmm. myself so when brian was gone on a work trip and i had like free time in the evenings after the boys went to bed then that's when i decided to do my whole painting project and i color matched well i started with a sample of paint that I color matched to a piece of uh, the kitchen cabinet trim. And then when I used up that whole sample on one of the doors and I needed to do a second coat, then I went back and bought a full gallon because I had a great idea, which was I would not only paint the door that led out to the deck, but I'd also paint the door that led to the garage. And then I'd paint in the laundry room all of the wood trim in there, that same color, because it would like tie into the kitchen, the blue, mm. and one of the kitchen cabinets that we had originally ordered for our kitchen that didn't fit, <laughs> we ended up putting it in the laundry room. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, so it's like this pretty blue cabinet over the washer and dryer. So I ended up painting... Um, so wait, you just painted the trim blue? Yeah. And the rest, the, what are the walls? They're still white. Are they going to stay white? No. I want to do wallpaper. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a few different ideas for the wallpaper, but I I did get like all of the trim because it was this horrible orangey pine trim, like not even painted white trim. And the door on that room was just like unfinished, like pine wood kind of mm. colored. So I painted all of it blue so it matches that cabinet and it looks so cool. Like it looks so French country kitchen. Yeah. I really like it. Do you have any pictures? Because I feel I think like you I haven't do. really shared. I don't think I have. With us or Instagram or. This summer yeah, has been busy, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has. Um, how is, how I? can you not take the picture of your whole kitchen? I want to see the microwave mm-hmm. and like everything. I took this picture. You can kind of see the door to the bathroom, and Sirius is, like, jumping because yeah. he was startled by something in there. Okay. But you can see the window trim. What's the color called? The blue. So it's just the custom color, because they just color matched it directly to the cabinet. Oh, okay. So. Is it a Benjamin Moore? Or... Yeah. I did Benjamin Moore. You should look at the co- the name. So, oh, so it wouldn't have a name. It doesn't have a name. It just says, like, this oh. much red, this much blue, this much The Emily white. special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have your own I could make up my formula. own name. Yeah. Yes. You should name it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to try to get a better, I don't know. It's really hard to get a picture in that laundry room because it's, like, just yeah. washing the dryer right there. And I white, want white pictures angle. of your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures. I want to see pictures okay, of your kitchen, Okay, I'll try too. to find some. Well, while you're looking, I could talk about some wallpaper. Yeah. Okay, where do you girls remember where I left off on the podcast with my bathroom? Because I do not remember. Uh, Listeners, can you tell us? Yes, you had done the renovation. You had painted the walls. You were thinking about stenciling. Yes. Or wallpapering. Okay. So, 
as you can probably already infer, we ended up going with wallpaper. I found this wallpaper actually on Wayfair and I loved it. Like it's a a toile. When I tell people that, they're like, what? (laughs) It's a black or like a charcoal and white, creamy white toile. And it's like pictures of like trees and there's no like people in it. It's just trees. That's immediately what my brain goes to is like people with gardening tools. Yeah. By a stream. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like... It, they call this a toile, but it's just trees. and Minus the people. Minus the people. <laughs> There's no streams and <laughs> gardening. or. <laughs> but anyways, I saw this and I really loved it, but it was sold out. And I was like, okay, well, maybe they'll come back with it. And also it was Wayfair and I was a little worried about buying it and like whatever. So I did one of those image searches, found it on Amazon, and it was mm. available. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it and we're just going to see. When I got it in, I held it up. And just kind of like took a picture, had Ryan hold it up and all that. And it just, I knew that's what was missing. Because mm. I painted the, you know how I had painted up to the, the third was white? Yeah. Because I yes. left it white. Did not like that. I painted the whole thing up to green, like everything green. Still, I was still like, something is missing. I do not like this. I can't figure it out. I think I need something that brings your eye up that yeah. you want to like look at. Yeah. And so... When I was like, I think I just got to do the wallpaper. And I ended up getting a, I didn't want to do peel and stick because peel and stick in a bathroom, I felt like would, I had heard, I don't know where I had heard this or maybe I read it, but I had heard that over time that could start coming up. So we got a pre-pasted wallpaper and it's kind of, it's like in between peel and stick and in like traditional. So you, the whole process is you... Um, cut your strip, you put it in water, like a dredge, you dredge it, Okay. I think is what they said. So we did it in the bathtub because we're right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you pull it up and you just like kind of put it on. So this is your first time doing wallpaper. Yes. Was it nerve wracking? Oh, Because so, I would be so nervous. So guess what I did? You researched. No. Well, yes. <laughs> but I had Ryan do it. <laughs> When I'm too scared to do something, I have Ryan do it. Well, this is how I do it. I'm like, Ryan, will you help me? We'll do it together. (laughs) That's how it always ends up. And then it always ends up Ryan just doing it. But no, I like put it in water. I handed it to him. Like I was handing him stuff. Yeah. And he was the one actually. Because only one person can be on a ladder. Yeah. This is the thing. You know those like, I don't, do people still put the clear plastic things over their phone like the the screen protectors oh yes mine's constantly broken but okay i never put them on anymore but when i did ryan always would do it because i would always have bubbles like always and it would just frustrate me and i'm like i can't do this i need to be perfect and it's not perfect ryan's just so good at it so i'm like i bet he'd be so good at wallpaper (laughs) (laughs) so we put it was a challenge though i will say that in the beginning at first they were like all the reviews said that it's like, oh, you can find the seams really easy, like the matching it mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it can be really easy. We had the hardest time trying to find what matched where because it wasn't like a perfect match. And it was just really strange. And we were like, why isn't this? And finally we did get it, but we ruined one piece, which is fine. Is it because you are doing a third of a wall instead of like a full wall? I don't think so because you still have to cut in the same. You have to make sure you're lining up exactly. It oh. would still be the same no matter how long. Oh, that's true. Because you're doing it like that. Yeah. Um, 
but it was it was just challenging. You can when you go in there sometime, I'll show you where the scene. I think he did a really good job though. Oh you yeah, you can't see. There's one little section where I could see the seam, and but I, you're probably the only one that yeah. noticed that. Yeah, so we did it, and it just like I don't know. It completed it for the most part. I'll I'll tell you more about that, but. It was exactly what I wanted. And I was like, this looks so good. I feel like that, not French country, but it has like some vibes of, right. it's just really quaint and yeah. cute. <laughs> to me, it feels very Stouffer home, yes. which I know is probably your inspiration. Yes, but it, it was. It looks very Stouffer homish. Yes, mm. yes. <laughs> so I really love it. I think it's going to hold up well. The way that it's in between traditional and peel and stick is it actually can peel right off. Oh. Like you just get it wet and you just, and it cool. comes right off. So that's really cool if we do ever want to change it down the road. Um, this really makes me want to wallpaper everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely say go for it in your laundry room. Yeah, I would I'm love nervous, but... to wallpaper the ceiling in my entry room. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Because it's slanted. Yeah. And then you would see it, too, from the kitchen. Like, you would see this, like, wallpapered. Mm-hmm. But would that have a problem going over texture? Well, we'd have to redo the ceiling. Yeah. We'd have yeah. to... Honestly, I don't know if you've seen the bubbles in yes, there. Yes, I have. We need to completely demo demo the whole ceiling and re-drywall it, and then I would... And, wallpaper that. And then I would wallpaper the... Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to be so, like, perfect with your drywall if you're just going to put wallpaper on it, you know? Yeah. But, anyways... Mm-hmm. I say wallpaper is definitely a... Don't be so scared. I mean, I was. (laughs) I'm really intimidated by it. Yeah. Like, a few patterns I've looked at, especially on Amazon, a lot of the reviews are like, there's no way to get it to line up perfectly. Well, and I don't know if we... To be honest, I don't know if we really ever did. But you can't tell. Like, now that it's all up, and there, there definitely was at one point... It started going down. I'm like, Ryan, you it's not working. Like, we're starting to go, mm. like, trying to match it, and it's slowly going at a diagonal. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to fudge it a little bit at one That's point. That's molding. It depends on your pattern, because, like, with the toile, it's so busy. Yeah, right? I think, like, the smaller and the busier the pattern, the easier it would be to match up, yeah. rather than something that has a lot of negative space in, like, a vine or a Well, no, that's something. easier to match up because it's like, okay, that's clearly where that's supposed to be. When it's small oh. and so intricate, it's like, wait, is that tree go there or is it go up to this tree? Or <laughs> oh. Like, it was really interesting. But, so I the, wouldn't be the, worried. The two patterns I'm thinking about are one is, like, a big blue gingham pattern that would pretty much match the trim color and so it'd be very it'd be more like on the rustic side of the okay thing. maybe a little bit too much though so I'm yeah not 100% a little sure. too country i think yeah. part of it like yeah. I'm a, or, i think that's a little on the nose i think brie and i are like oh yeah. <laughs> but my other thought was doing a, a light blue toile mm-hmm. did i say that wrong i thought it was no, like no toile it's french isn't there an l in there yeah. yeah, but I guess it's you don't. Toile. Toile. Toile? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I'm so embarrassed. Toile. Probably lots of people say I that I need way. to ask Google Toile. how to pronounce okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with us real quick. Toile. Pronunciation. This is the... So upstairs in the bathroom, I painted the vanity in the mirror because they were just brown water stained. Um, 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 Emily, are you ready? Yeah. Toile. Twall. Twall. 
Yes. I was saying it right. Wait, okay. And it wait says T W A A L. How do you pronounce twelve pattern? She doesn't know the difference. I've always said it that way my whole life. You're thinking of when things are like oh um what is it? U O I S E? Like turquoise. It's actually turquoise. <laughs> In, in, Fr- in French. In French. Okay, but So not that's like... what you're thinking of, is a croix. Probably. Toile. Or, what were you saying? Toile? Toile. Yeah, so you're thinking of when it's a an O-I or O-U-S-E, I think is what you're thinking of. O-U-S-E? How do you spell turquoise? Q-U-I-O-S-E? It, you're, that's what you're thinking of. The O-S-E's is like the ah. Toile. Toile. What? That's so weird. Uh, well, I guess you can add that to the list of words that I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, anyways. So a twall. Yes. Pattern. Yes. But in the upstairs bathroom, I painted that vanity in mirror with like a pastel blue that I had a sample of because the vanity was really ugly. It was like really discolored wood and such and... So, I painted it this pastel color, and I'm thinking, like, this wallpaper. It has, like, yeah. viney things. It works for you. Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> it's, little... very, it's very Emily. It's That's very your style. It has, like, vines with lemons. It's like a lemon tree with little bluebirds. I think you do need to put more yellow in your home. Yeah, to balance out the blue, right? And just, like, I think it goes. Like, you're yeah. Yeah. the thrifted chair. Yeah. yeah. It looks so pretty. Like, when you posted the other day, that chair next to yes. the arm, armoire, that's what you were thinking of. Armoire. <laughs> but yeah. it's different because it's, okay, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I it thought that so color good. combo was breathtaking. Like, yeah, I was like. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to, like, stop and take a picture of it because it was so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Right there. So you need to put more, like, that golden mustard yellow mm. in your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like mustard can be a tricky color, though, because it was so, I don't know, like but mustard But if it's in, navy. like, a wallpaper, it's not like you're going to try to pick a yellow. Like, someone's already picked the, the yellow. Right. Yeah. I think it would be really cute. So, no no gingham. Yeah, yeah no gingham. I, okay. You could do, You could, there's other patterns that are more geometric, like some window panes and stuff, but maybe mm. not gingham, per yeah. se. Like, maybe that's just... I just feel like that's like too a, country. You could do, like, a little gingham cafe curtain in there to add in that another pattern. Cute. Oh my gosh, let's talk about curtains. So, that's what I wanted to say where, after I got the wallpaper done, I was like, there's still, like, something's missing, which I knew what it was. It was window dressing, window treatment on the, on the window. Because... I had a, like, a woven bamboo blind there before, but it was this, like, rustic-looking... Almost like Tuscan. Yeah. Mm. Kind of, yeah. And also went a little coastal, but had a rustic coastal thing. (laughs) I don't know. It just... I don't like it. It's... I've got the same one in my living room, but that's another story. Anyways, and I took down the one in my kitchen. Don't know if you guys noticed that, because that Mm -hmm. was annoying me. No. I had, because I had three of these matching ones. One in the living room, one in the kitchen, one in the bathroom. And they were this, like, light, natural colored, yellowish bamboo blind. Hmm. So I took the one in the kitchen down, the one in the bathroom down. Now I still have to take the one. But speaking of, like, a gingham curtain, I think I want to do, not gingham, but I want to do, like, a ticking stripe. (laughs) I was going to say picking stripe. Ticking stripe 
in my kitchen. Yeah, that would be cute. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe a blue, because to match, like a... To match a, your blue curtains. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking of doing that in the kitchen. Anyways, in the bathroom, I was like, I know I need something. And I was going back and forth. Do I do fabric? Do I do wooden blinds? Are wooden blinds out? Like, the only ones, unless you get custom. Oh, they're so expensive. So expensive. Mm -hmm. I did find one that I found a couple that were the size that I needed. And I also have to do outside mount. Let's not talk about it. It's really annoying. It's the way that the window is shaped and put in that there is no room for an inside mount which i would love to do which you have changed your position on inside mount Mm -hmm. versus outside mount because i mentioned i was going to do inside mount for my bathroom and you're like that's what i said you should shouldn't you do outside mount because i thought that's what you only could do yeah because that's the only windows i have oh (laughs) yeah and i was like oh like there's another way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For whatever reason, my windows are... Okay, doesn't matter. Except the one in the kitchen is a new window that we put in when we moved and did our whole renovation. Uh-huh. So I can do an inside mount in the kitchen, which I'm very excited about. Okay. Anyways, I've been going back and forth between like a cream colored fabric, Roman shade, or a bamboo blind. And a Roman shade is where like the fabric kind of like folds and drapes over yes. itself. Mm. What I really wanted to do was the European type. I feel like you'd be on this vibe where it's like pulled up. Oh, yeah. And it drapes a little bit and yeah, looks like, do like relaxed. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I want to do that. But to do that would be like upwards of like $300 for the size and of what I want. Your window is tiny. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. Then I was thinking of doing this faux. <laughs> like I was looking at tutorials on how to make a faux one because I don't need it. Like nobody can see into the window. So it doesn't need to go up and down. Right. So I was like, I could just make a faux one. But I was like, will it look good? Let's be honest. <laughs> will it look like DIY? Probably. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, let's probably just not do that. Then I was like going back and forth. I got, I kind of was like, maybe I go like walnut if I do wood. Because then that would tie and I got the, I thrifted this frame that was like this wooden walnut colored frame. And I really wanted to bring that color into the bathroom. And it matched. You guys, like, yes. I had to, but I still was going back and forth. And then finally I just pulled the trigger. Ryan liked the wooden one over the fabric one. That was my vote. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do it even though I feel like it could be a little bit uh, out of style a little bit. I do not think so. At all. I don't know why I'm feeling that way. I just feel like bamboo blinds are a little bit outdated. I think your old bamboo blinds. Yeah. Maybe, but not this one. Okay. Anyways, I do love it. It looks so (laughs) good. good. (laughs) And when I walk in there, I'm like, oh, that just ties in. And then I was going to get a stool because I was inspired by your bathroom, Brie, that you had a walnut stool. Uh It was like, ooh, then it would be like this, like, it would make this triangle of walnut wood. (laughs) But it, the stool came in. It was from Amazon. You you probably thrifted yours, right? No, I got it at TJ Maxx for 30 bucks. What? Yeah. Well, this one was about the same price, but it was on Amazon. And it came in and it looked fake. Like, I knew it was wood, but it, like, looked like, I think it was bamboo, actually, not mm. walnut. Not, like, a solid mm. or a hardwood. It was a softer wood. And I was like, this just looks stupid. So I sent it back. I think yeah. it was actually 40 It's like, no. TJ Maxx? Really? TJ Maxx, yep. <sighs> Anyways, I love it, and I could go on and on about my bathroom, and maybe I will, but I will let you girls talk a little bit more because, yes. (laughs) One thing I did over the summer was paint all the things. In addition to furniture, I also painted walls. I repainted my entire living room, 
And I found a system. I forgot to look when I was there to like really take in the color. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I had Swiss coffee on the walls, which yes. is what Kimmy has in her living room. No, in my bedroom. In your bedroom. Okay. Living room is simply white. And just because I have like a more natural linen curtain, my walls and my curtains just kind of were one note. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it was painted in the wrong sheen initially when we got the house painted. It was in flat kids in flat paint no no terrible could not clean it so my walls always look trash like down the hallway is just handprints mm-hmm. all the way down can't clean it so i knew i had to repaint and so i went the step up from swiss coffee which is halo and it brought in like this little mushroom earthiness but still had the essence of the Swiss coffee, but still matched my curtains like perfectly and just brought some depth and dimension to the walls. Oh my word, I love it so much. And I figured out a system for painting because when you have kids, you know, you have to be careful what you're painting, where and when. So I, after the kids go to bed, I trim everything out. I do around the ceiling. I do around all the windows and the doors and on the baseboards. The next night I roll everything. And by the time, my living room, dining room hallway, like, it's it's a lot of space. So by the time I finished rolling, the other side was dry, so then I could roll it again. But I didn't use the normal rollers. I got these huge, they're like two roller size mushed together. You have to buy, like, the special adapter that goes with it. But once you have it, it's just, like, yeah. a different style of roller. And then you have to buy a special paint tray. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. It is worth the money. If you are painting any room, even if it's a smaller room, it goes so fast. And there's something about these rollers where it really distributes the paint really, really well and evenly. And I don't know, it just goes so much further than a traditional Mm. paint roller. I don't know what it is about it, but I loved it and got it done so fast. So then after I painted that, I was like, I'm going to paint my posh room, which is my reselling room upstairs. And I painted the ceiling and the walls. I love you color drenched. I color drenched and I did that in Paris rain, Benjamin Moore, which is like a soft green, grayish green Mm -hmm. color. Yeah. With a hint of blue, a tiny, tiny. You think so? I feel like it's maybe. I don't think it has any blue in it. When you think of rain, there's got to be some blue in there. Yeah. The gray has a sort of has the blue. Okay. I didn't see that. I see green. I mean, that's but... why they named it Paris Rains, because there's got to be a little bit of blue in it. Okay. I really like it. How is the rain in Paris only? <laughs> Bluish. Yeah. Bluish, greenish, grayish. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's a really small room, that big honking roller man, I whipped through that room and did the same system. One night I trimmed, the next night I rolled twice, and it worked great. So then after that, I moved on to my boys' room, and I painted their room, and I did that in Stony Brook, and it's like a a mid-tone blue that has a little bit of gray in it for a boys' room. It's, like, That's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I also did um, a gallery wall with, like, just a whole bunch of different yeah. styles. I got this um, thrifted old arched mirror, and I put that down That's lower really so they they could see themselves in their mirror with some meaningful art and some trinkets that they have and a clock and I love how it turned out. The only thing missing in their room is Evan still needs like a headboard or something and I had an idea. Oh, okay. 
And I like I I could get just him a gray headboard, but that's just is just boring. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to find an upholstered headboard. I don't care what it looks like, and I want to find a plaid wool or a flannel yes. or a blanket Ooh. and upholster it to yeah, bring in this cool texture. So, cool. so that that's my new project. I haven't found anything. I know I'll find it eventually. I'm not in a rush. He doesn't need a headboard to live in his room, but can okay. This is my only mm. thought. I'm just, you know, I'm an extrovert who thinks out loud. Is there another pattern that could be more organic feeling? Oh, yeah. Instead of I'm doing open. A, a plaid. Or yeah, it doesn't a, have to be said, a plaid. A flannel. Mm-hmm. Just because your rug in there, you got a new rug for their room. I did. And that's right. the Chris Loves Julia striped. Yes. What is it called? Humphrey? Is that Humphrey? No. I think it's the Humphrey. It's a okay. cloud pile. Yeah. So that's the only thing is maybe an organic kind of feel to it. Would yeah. be cool to, I'm open. to be a contrast yeah but wouldn't that be so that cool be to cool. bring in like a subtle little pattern mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for sure that would be really cool. kind of like an old man like really really small like brownish oh like my mini grandpa check <laughs> but it's not grandpa chair <laughs> it's a headboard grandpa headboard <laughs> but I you know what i mean that. like something more like old school yeah right and if you do that mm. if it was really small that would be good, even if it's geometric, because that small print up against the, like, wider stripes in the rug, that would work well. Yeah. That would be great. So, their room is almost complete, and I'm very happy with how I it's turning like out. I feel like the blue that it is, it's grayer than the blue I had in Jude's nursery. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, for sure. It. I feel like it's the same tone as Jude's room now, but just l- lighter. Yeah, more muddy. A little bit brighter and lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's it's great. I love blue. I think we all do now. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Plus, I feel, feel like it fit for a boy's room. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And Evan suggested red, and I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do blue. <laughs> With me trying to do some of these smaller projects i've decided i need to get more comfortable using tools mm-hmm. so i did a couple of really small projects but have made such a big difference um to me anyway so when you come in the kitchen there's that little nook under the back staircase and basically that has to be our coat closet and shoe closet and it's tiny and you can, you have to like duck to get in there and there's a door on it And so we had it kind of so that the door was propped open. It opens inward, too, which is super helpful. Yeah. So we had the (laughs) door open, and we had the shoe rack in front of it to hold it open. And then there's a little low rack for coats up there. But it was just not great. Like, everything would end up on the floor. Mm -hmm. And the shoes would just come spilling out Mm -hmm. all over the place. So I used the impact driver thingy. The mm-hmm. drill thingy. Oh, wow. And I got the right bit in it and everything. And I took off the hinges and took out the door. So now there's no door in the way. Go you, girl. And then I repurposed in the entryway of the house. They had, like, put this strip of wood up on the wall with all of these hooks on it. And I had taken that off a long time ago and, like, repatched the wall and painted and everything. So I still had this thing like hanging out 
So I was like, oh, I'm going to put that up on the wall in the closet so we have hooks for backpacks and purses and all of that stuff. Well, it was way too long. It, like, stuck out, like, a foot bigger than the closet was. So then I unscrewed all of the little hooks off of the wood strip that they were on and then mounted the hooks myself. Oh. Just directly to the wall. So I did, like, three lower and then two up higher so the boys can, like, have their hooks. That's cool. And then... We can have, like, our hooks, and then there's, like, an extra one. So. Nice. One for the dog. Leash is hanging <laughs> up there. So, That he yeah. puts on. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, because then we weren't using the coat rack to hold the door open, I could slide that over into a better position. Or, the shoe rack, not the coat rack. I could slide the shoe rack over to a better position in the closet and just made that whole little nook. That's so great. much better and more functional, and I'm so proud of myself, like, unscrewing this door and, like, lugging it out <laughs> to the garage. <laughs> but then I decided to change the shower head myself in our bathroom, because I had gotten a new shower head, and it well, sat around for Well, does that just screw on? Well, I watched all these... Tu- I haven't either, so I watched all these tutorials on YouTube, and it's like, you have to use this adjustable wrench and you got to twist oh. this this way and this goes and this the special way, tape and special tape and mm. all these things and so i was like oh, i don't want to do it i want brian to do it but he never did it and our shower made this hor it's made this horrible shrieking noise every time you take a shower it will be fine for like a minute and then all of a sudden it's this high-pitched shrieking <laughs> noise that like is almost deafening and you kind of get used to it after a while but then at the same time, it's still, like, mm-hmm. you get used to it, and then eventually you're like, this is actually really annoying. That it's still, like, <laughs> shrieking at me in the shower. <laughs> so I thought changing the shower head would fix the problem. And as it turns out, the old shower head was really easy to unscrew, and it came right off. And then I, like, cleaned the, what are they called? The little... Washer? <laughs> no, like, the little ridges I know on the thing that you about. screw onto. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, Clean that all off. I can't think of it. Yeah. And then the other thing with this shower head that I was installing is that it has a handheld thing. So I had to do the hose. Yep. Yeah. That's the only way I will shower. Because how else do you clean your (laughs) hoo-ha? Except I found a way when I'm on vacation and they don't have one of those. You get a cup from the kitchen and you fill it with water and then you can... Oh my goodness. (laughs) I was really proud of myself when I figured that out. It was like this past summer. It only took me 36 years. Wait, how old am I? Am I 36? 35 years. Okay, I don't think you're 36 yet. Oh, dear. That's the whole uh, cup. Yeah. Okay. So I had to like hook up the hose part to it too. But um, so I was like following the instructions really carefully. And then in the end, you just like. At, put in these little washer things, this little, like, rubber thingy, and then you screw it onto the piece, the shiny piece that goes onto the pipe that comes out of the wall. That just screws on, and then you just put the shower head thing there, mm-hmm. and that was it. Okay. I didn't even need to use the adjustable wrench. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt, like, so proud of myself. Yay, like No more shrieking. Tools and, like, well. Uh-oh. <laughs> I let it run for a while, and I was like, oh my goodness, there's no more shrieking, it's fixed, it's great, and I was even, like, taking a little video of it, and being like, we fixed, I fixed the problem all by myself, and then all of a sudden, as I was right about to click 
like to stop filming, it started shrieking. No. So it's something in the pipes. It's I think it's the thingy you pull up on the faucet to redirect the water up. Because oh. it doesn't do it when just the bathtub's running. Oh. It's only in the shower. Okay. So I think it's something to do with how the water's redirecting. It's so annoying. Something is like blocking it partially or restricting somehow. So that's why it's like shrieking. Mm. It's just, it's also crazy how you can let things like that go on for so long. Mm-hmm. Which I have to share an update that you guys will be very proud of. Our dryer finally has a timer again. Oh, nice. Yay. So it won't be drying all night long. Yeah, because your timer was broken, so you had yeah. to, like, the machine would just keep going. Yeah, I had to manually go open it every time, and I'd have to set myself timers, but with Lydia and... That's a fire like, hazard. Oh, yeah. And it this is... Ryan and I were trying to calculate. I think it's been like this for two years. What? <laughs> so, the part... We knew that Ryan could probably do it, but it, like, cost $150, and we we're like, ah, it's fine, I just always turn it off. But, like, now that it's, like, I can just know that it turns off on its own, it's so nice. <laughs> like, I don't have to yeah. walk downstairs to go to- <laughs> It's really the little things. Yeah, really the little you things. You might have to stop and bark. Before you go downstairs, yes! turn off the dryer. <laughs> Except because we jerry rigged our apartment, ba- like I told you guys about this, right? So their water from their dryer goes into our dryer. The water from the dryer? You mean the washing machine? <laughs> the the water when the dryer is going in the apartment, it's the water's like sucking up sucking water it out, and it's going stuff? in the pipe into. <laughs> it like ends in our dryer. It so, doesn't go. On out? It, some some of it goes out, but some of it, most the of it goes... The air, not the water. The, no, the water. water. So I have to take paper towels or towels and <laughs> soak up all the water every time that they use the dryer. What? Uh, okay. And there is no fixing that. Our, we had a guy come over and look at it and he was like, well, it's just <laughs> how it is because of how it's hooked up and there's no really way around it. But oh, there, it, okay. there must be a different way of hooking it up so they don't share exhaust it's, pipes. I think or we'd whatever. have to put a new hole in to yeah. our exterior. Mm, yeah. It's like it would be a whole big thing. But so, you don't plan on having a rent in the Right. Term, so that's so. why we're not going to uh, do yeah, it. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, every well, time. <laughs> you have to dry the dryer. Yeah, every time I'm, when I open it up and there's no water in there, I'm like, yes, yeah, she didn't do laundry. <laughs> well,. So, our house is practically brand new. However, we had our shower head start leaking. So, we had to, like, we had the hose thing, too. Like, the uh-huh. two hose thing. So, we had to take that off and just put on the regular shower head. But, something happens. Like, you were saying with that little plunger when you pull it up to start mm-hmm. your shower. But, when you're running a bath, the shower head will just randomly start leaking oh, cold no. water. Looks like Clampettville because when the boys are taking a bath, I have to tie a trash bag to the head of my shower. I'm like, we have lived in this house for six months. I should not be tying trash bags to my shower head. Oh my gosh. Because there's something in there that we need to replace, even though it's all brand new. Anywho. I feel like this is all just so relatable, though. I'm sure people are being like, oh yeah, I got something like that too. It's just ridiculous, and you just end up living with it. Like, yeah. oh, shower bags are just part well, of my normal day. And the thing that Ryan, when he finally fixed the dryer, it took him, like, it was like a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> and so it was fast. fast. <laughs> Two years. Oh, Two years man. we lived like this. 
<laughs> Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> well, that's motivating to me to get the, the little thingy fixed on our shower and not live with the screeching yeah. Yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But, like, actually figure it out and mm-hmm. get it done. And maybe, yeah. maybe that will actually use the adjustable wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted to give an update for you girls because the last podcast I said we were about to start tiling. I think it was like mm-hmm. the next day. Mm. And the tile is done. It's, and it yeah. looks so good. It's like drop dead gorgeous good. Aww, like it's thank you. honestly it like my mouth dropped when I saw it. It's really, <laughs> yeah. really pretty. My yeah. goal is just like subtle texture because mm-hmm. it's not flat tile. Like it has like bumps and lumps texture. and texture yeah. to it with white grout. I love the tile. Our contractor that helped us, because we had already installed our crown on our ceiling, mm. the cuts that he had to do to go around, because it was custom crown, and he did it in one take. This, he etched wow. it out, and, like, it fit like a glove. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is insane. So, I'm very happy with how that turned out. I did not get to plastering the hood because I couldn't plaster the hood until the tile was done. And we just got the tile done, like, maybe a month ago. But the other little upgrade I did was instead of having white outlet covers, Chrysalis Julia, again, Mm -hmm. recommended these Amazon, like, brass plates. So, I got new outlet covers for my kitchen. And, oh my goodness... It's, it's like, it helped break up the sea of white, because I have mm-hmm. an all-white kitchen, and it just made it's it really, look even more elevated yes. with the brass outlets, because instead of, like, trying to hide them, now it became, like, pretty to yeah. look at. Yeah. So I'm very happy It looks with that. really yeah. nice. So we're almost done with the kitchen. I wanted to get those ones, and they don't have a one for just one single light switch right now. Like, they're sold out. Oh. So I've tried, like, three different kinds, and they when they ship in, they're just not the good brass color. It's so hard mm. to find good brass. Yeah. Right? Without Do, looking too yellowy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One came in. It was so yellow. I was like, I'm not putting this on my wall. <laughs> like, now, I have a question. Uh, do they ever show fingerprints? Have you not? Like, no. if you're... Okay, no, good. Really? And they're not unlacquered brass. Mm-hmm. They're like a brushed brass. They're not like a true right, brass. Right, satin brass okay. or something. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I have not they had have, a problem. They have one that's like... There's two different brasses, and I think she suggested the satin or yeah. brushed. Maybe yeah. it is brushed. Yeah. And I was wondering why, but maybe that's why. Maybe the other one. Yeah, like... it does not show fingerprints mm-hmm. okay, because I was thinking about getting unlacquered brass until I saw the prices of those. I'm like, yeah. I am not spending that for one. And yeah. when I need like eight, I'm just and not I, doing it. I really got hung up on the whole like wanting to replace the actual outlet too. So it was all brass. But, yeah, like, that's... they don't, well, they don't make such, like, there is no right. thing that makes such a thing right. for the GFCI right. yeah. outlets. They make it for, they make the regular outlets brass. Really? So you can buy a brass outlet and mm-hmm. the cover, but they won't for GFCI, which, which is Which so you need annoying. in kitchens and bathrooms. And bathrooms, right. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want it is my bathroom. But also my, you wouldn't be able to find a light switch that's brass too, probably. Probably Like not. the actual yeah, switch? Yeah, the actual uh, switch yeah. part. I, I mean, you know. can buy... They do sell really fancy ones that have, like, the buttons. Yes, I know. Aren't those cool? Those are so cool. Maybe someday. So, we're on the home stretch. I just have to paint the window trim. I want to get a woven shade for the window to add a little bit more warmth and texture. Eventually, I'll get some new counter stools, but that's not high in the priority list. It's kind of like when I stumble upon yeah. it. Yeah. What know. shade, what color are you thinking for the like a, curtains? A, 
a walnutty midtone brown. Oh, I so think. you are thinking? Oh, yeah, you said woven. You a are woven. thinking of a wood. A wood. Did I okay. say woven? Yeah, I meant a wood. No, woven is wood. I think. Okay. Right. <laughs> what? Like bat basket like material. Uh, yeah. Uh. I yeah. think they call that woven. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think my bamboo blinds they would call woven. A woven, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But okay. I want to bring in some warmth in the brown to add a little bit more yeah. dimension. Yeah. Cool. So, we're almost there. All right, guys. So, I have one more, one more story to share. But first, I'll just say, to finish up my whole bathroom, we, it's just beautiful. Like, we did everything else. We got the vintage brass um, they're not vintage. I should say they look vintage, but the drawer pulls, mm-hmm. I switched those out so it doesn't look farmhouse. So that's good. I also just bought a, like a new, it's funny how like just a new ceramic pot mm. can just totally like transform a space. Yeah. I got that for the plant on the bookshelf. I will tell you briefly about the sconce situation. I, I don't know if I told you girls about this. I briefly told you. Yeah, I did. Basically... I got these beautiful sconces and we were putting them in and Ryan, it took him, it was like really annoying the wiring and stuff. And I had to like paint, it was this whole thing where the, what's the part where you put on the the box was too big for Mm -hmm. the things. And so we had to go out and buy bigger plates and I had to spray paint them to match. It was like this whole thing. So we spray paint them, got them in. They looked gorgeous. But then when we turned the light on. They didn't work? A fuse, like, not a fuse, but it, like, sparked and was crazy and in one of them. And we were like, what? So then Ryan thought he rewired it wrong, so he rewired it again. And he's like, okay, I did it right this time. Turn on the lights. 30 seconds goes by. We're like, okay, good. And then another spark. (laughs) And it goes out. And then he calls his dad and his dad, he's talking to his dad. He's like, it's the light. It's not you. You did it right the first time. So we had to contact Amazon. It's from China. So they gave us the sconce. Like, I have one good sconce, which is good. But I'm like, I'm not going to buy another one. (laughs) This was a happy accident, though, because I ended up finding sconces that I actually like even more. They look so pretty. And I don't think I showed them to you. Probably. Okay, real quick. I mean, not if it's been since the last time I was there. These also are brighter because they're clear, whereas the other ones were, were like, milky. Yeah, Yeah. they were, like, these ones. Where am I? Ooh. They're so pretty. Yeah. So pretty. Yeah. Wow. It's just like, oh my gosh, I love them. So they're, I mean, do you want to describe them? I feel like you're good at describing things. It's like a, a globe, just... um, downward pointing globe. It's a so, ribbed gla- glass. Yeah. yeah. Ribbed glass. And it's the brass. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of have has an industrial look to the way that it the comes arm. out. Yeah, the yeah. arm does. But yeah, it's it's funny though because it's ribbed. It like when I'm doing my makeup, I have lines on my face, <laughs> so oh, it's not really the best for yeah. makeup. Oh no, that's okay. So you went from like your two mirrored thing in yeah. your medicine cabinet having to lean from side to side to get the light right. So now you have lines on your face. Yeah, Is but I know now. I know now because at one point, like, they're like yellower on, on the lines. So oh, I'm like no. thinking. My makeup so you just gotta like constantly move your head to make yeah. sure you're okay. <laughs> no, this is, this is something. We have weird problems. So the last thing I have to share about my bathroom is about our golden plunger. <laughs> so Ryan, okay, Ryan approved it when I bought it. <laughs> actually, I think he approved it when I showed it to him on Amazon. But when it actually came and I showed it to him, so did I ever show you guys like? 
it? In like person? the plunger plunger or I just don't the think so, think just the canister. So. Okay. That it was in. <laughs> you pull it out, it's like it's like uh three inches wide. <laughs> like it's like little little guy. And it's supposed to be for toilets. Okay. It's not like a sink apparently there's sink plungers that I found out. Okay. But hmm. but um it's like small so when Ryan saw it, he was like, um, that is not going to work. And I'm like, come on, it, it will, it will. Well, one day, you know, somebody who will remain nameless pl- clogged the toilet, needed to use it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so tiny. <laughs> uh, and it did not work. <laughs> I shipped it. You shipped no. it back? No. It didn't work. But it was used. <laughs> well, I don't know how much Ryan used it because I wasn't in the bathroom. Okay, he's well, the he remain nameless. <laughs> he, I don't even know if he used it, to be honest with you. He might have just taken I think he just looked at it and was like, yeah, this, this isn't going to work. Gonna work. <laughs> so, so did you still have your old one? All right, so this is what happened. So I went on a hunt to find one that would fit under my sink because I was like, I'm not having an ugly plunger in my bathroom. It's not happening. <laughs> I will keep this plunger down in the basement. And every time you clog, you can walk down to the basement. <laughs> He's like, but what if a guest? I was like, okay, yeah. If a guest clogs the toilet, then we probably should have a plunger. So I looked and looked and looked and I found this. And I wish I, I took a screenshot. I'm not going to be able to find it. But it is, oh, I'll look in my Amazon orders. On Amazon. And it's this little itty bitty plunger. Like, like this short. wide, short. And it extends. Oh. And it's wider, like the actual plunger. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it works. I think he's used it since. But I can fit it under. It's like nine inches high. Oh. So I can fit it under. Yeah. I think nice. it's something called like the Mighty Plunger or something. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick. But anyways, I wanted to share that because if anyone has the problem that I had where they don't know where to store their plunger and they have a little sink that it won't fit in. This one. Get this one because the other one does not work even though it's pretty. <laughs> Did you read the reviews of the Golden Plunger? Yeah, people said that like it worked. So we also have hmm. a larger toilet. I don't know if that has to do with anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like we got a taller one. Like a comfort height one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like wider. I don't know. <laughs> We're large people. I don't know. I just... Okay, it's called the Wonder Plunger. Wonder Plunger. <laughs> and it's just, like, different colors to choose from. I got the blue. If there was black, I would have gotten it. But see how it extends? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it worked. Great. So, get the Wonder pl- Plunger and not the Golden plun- golden Scepter Plunger. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> yeah. The Golden Scepter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, this has been fun catching up, girls. I needed the laugh. It was good to hear, like, how your summers went and all the projects you've been working on. It's been fantastic. So, with that, we will see you next time right here on The Dwelling Place. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at dwellingplacepod or send us an email at dwellingplacepod at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every single review is so appreciated and helps more people find us. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We'll see you next time right here at The Dwelling Place.